Hi, my name is Tracy G and I'm an inner work coach, NLP trainer and podcaster extraordinaire. Passionate about equality and a world that is more diverse and inclusive, giving each and every one of us the opportunity to be the best version of ourselves. As a biracial woman, I've experienced my fair share of discrimination in the past and come out on top. We all know that discrimination and bias still exists in the world today, and it's not always easy to know what to do about it. This podcast, All One Inclusive, is about celebrating all diversity and being proud of all that you are. I chat with inspiring guests and my friends as we share stories from news sources and listeners from all over the world who have experienced some form of discrimination firsthand. The aim is for us to be able to discuss this issue more openly so it becomes better understood by all and provide tips about what you can do to make a difference. The world may have a lot of catching up to do, but if we can imagine a more equal world, we can create change step by step, ripple by ripple. Hi, Amino. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you, Tracy? I'm very good, thank you. I just had a lovely walk along the beach with uh, with Mel and Kathy, and I showed them the artwork and they for our podcast, and they really liked it. And they thought you look really nice. Oh, thank you. Um, I'll t- I'll I'll try it. I'll give you two versions, though. You know, I'll try with the different two versions mm. later, and send it to see how you see what you think. But anyway, how's your week been? Not too bad. Happy hump day. Oh, happy hump day, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's been it's been great, although I did end up at work on my day off, so that was a bit annoying. But other than that, yeah, it's been not too bad. Okay. Anything else going on? Um <laughs> I um the thing we actually did talk about um a a few days ago it actually did end up resolving itself good the thing the thing that cannot be named the thing the thing the thing we're talking about is um Daniel's dating life yes Um, exactly and um that connected neurosis so I I do feel as if it was a lot in my own head which was which it's interesting (laughs) the thing the talk in our heads and what we tell ourselves we really do write write fiction a lot of the time yes (laughs) (laughs) because I swear I think I worried him yesterday Mm. when he was texting me because he was acting like everything was perfectly fine and I'm just like do you not realize how stressed my week has been (laughs) and he's like what what do you mean and I'm like are you for real? Like, and he's like, I still don't understand what's going on. He's like, can I call you? Because I'm not, he genuinely thought I was joking. And I, I normally am joking, but this mm. time I wasn't joking. So, um, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it, yeah I think. So you, I, it, it's so yeah. funny because you created this whole story in your head yeah. about how your perception of the behaviour mm. where he basically wasn't texting you every day like he was the week before <laughs> to mean something. Yes. I was just, I love, I love, I love that's a really good example of what people do 
mm. and how they talk to themselves mm. and how they create stress and tension <laughs> in their body and yeah. it really is self-inflicted mm. yeah yeah and, mm. and yeah. imagine if it's worse like you know if it's really really awful things that you're saying to yourself yeah a hundred percent and the weirdest well it wasn't weird I suppose that um what came out of it was him saying I think you're putting too much pressure on yourself and I was like (laughs) I was like oh perhaps perhaps (laughs) yes Mm. who knew who knew well it turns out men can be right every now and then You live and learn, right? Live and learn. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Oh, oh, there you go. Okay. Well, not a lot going on in my old day life at the minute. I'll be sure to mm. let you know. Um, mm. Anything happens there? Mm-hmm. Lots of exciting things going on in the business at the minute. This podcast. This is our first episode. Yay! Yes, it's happening. It's happening, finally. Um. <laughs> And um, I've got, I'm doing a work, delivering a workshop for a company next week. And I'm very excited about that, putting that together. All yeah. about self-care. Yeah, all about self-care and how to, and strategies to cope with stressful times. So that Sounds great. So you did spend most of your time working on it this weekend, I think. Yes, yes. You set yourself a very demanding schedule this weekend. I know, but. It's all worth it, and I love it. I love every bit of it. Mm. Oh. So we did. Did we introduce our names? No, I, d- I don't think we do. No, I don't think we did. <laughs> <laughs> well, my name is Tracy Gandu, spelled G A N D U. Tracy Noe. Mm-hmm. Important. Important, and I'm I'm a transformation coach. I do inner work. So I work with people um, on the, I guess, subconscious level to create change so that they can live a happy, fulfilling life. And I'm joined by my lovely co-host. Hello, I am Meenal Rye. Yeah, I don't... <laughs> so the name, I suppose, Meenal is a bit weird. There's so many pronunciations of it. Is that... I t- well... <sighs> I think when people read it, for some reason, you know, they go Minal, which, to be honest, of all the variations of my name, I hate the most. But I do believe that there are people with my name who prefer to be called Minal, which is, you know, a thing. But I I don't. Um, But yes, I've had Megan and... Megan? um, Yes. And then, like, people who haven't heard it properly or prefer to call me Mina or Nina have had that because they've gotten so yes but it's renal like renal but with an m so like renal like renal like a renal transplant basically yes because i i have tried to come up with ways how to explain to say it but i think that's the um that's the easiest and the last name is rye everybody says ray but it's rye like the bread Mm. so but not as um, interesting as your last name for some Gandhi. people. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's that. It's that. Af- it's, it's my African heritage. So mm-hmm. inherited that African name. I don't see many people with that name. No. Um. But 
I think it, I don't personally think it's quite easy to pronounce my surname, but maybe that's just me. I, you know, it's like quite easy sounding syllables. Mm. Gandu, Kandu. I used to say <laughs> Gandu, Kandu. Uh, and then people maybe get it. But you were telling me something really interesting about, you know, talking about sounding out names. Oh, yes. Um, the fact that they've introduced it in LinkedIn now. So that there's a little voice prompt that you can do. So obviously you can put your pronouns in there, she, her, or, or whatever um, you, you like, and then you can actually sound out your own name. So, yeah, um, it's only, I think, 10 seconds long or something. But, yeah, I love it. Well, you don't need to more than 10 seconds to say your name unless you, like, got, I don't know, <laughs> lots of middle <laughs> names or something. Which I do if I had to get into my middle name, but yeah. Oh, really? I do not know your middle name. (laughs) Do I know your middle name? I feel like you have told me, but I've forgotten it now. Oh, what's yours? Oh, God, it's so long. Um, There's Prithanjali. Prithanjali. Yeah, with a T, though. (laughs) Prithanjali? Yeah, but of course you've you've put your English in there. (laughs) All right, well, how do you say it? Patanjali. Patan, Patanjali. Oh, <laughs> so you definitely need more than 10 seconds to do that. Oh, but, yeah. yes. If you um, had to repeat yourself, yeah. Patanjali. Oh, my God, I didn't know that. It sounds like Angelina. I don't know why. I just got Angelina Jolie in my head. Patanjali. Well, I'll take that. Patanjali. Right. I really like it. Well, you, you'd like it because, well, my dad would be happy because that was his pick for my first name. Mm. But my mum would have none of it. So, um, yes, I, I'm actually grateful because it's, it's mean is hard enough. <laughs> I think it's straightforward. Talking mm. of mums and dads fighting over names. Yes. My, apparently, I, as I hear it, they couldn't agree on the name for me, my mum mm. and my dad. My dad was quite my dad was very wanted something very christian which is quite typical mm. in nigeria and, and christians very big and so is like um islam so you mm. would so you can t- usually tell by their name whether they're a christian or of yeah. the, you know a muslim and um my my dad was insisting on something really biblical like mary oh. Oh. you know like that kind of stuff and um, my mum was definitely like, not a Mary. Definitely Ooh. not a Mary. And my mum was like, absolutely no way. <laughs> and I was born. I was seven as a seventies child. Mm. Tracy was quite a common name, mm. a popular. Let's say popular in the seventies. Yes. And um, they temporarily called me Tracy until they could agree. <laughs> <laughs> oh, agree okay. on the name. And yeah, and they, but I did end up with my dad's sister's name as my middle name, which I really like, um, which is Naomi. That's right. Yeah, it is a very nice name. So you're expecting a, a name change anytime soon. Yeah, might happen any day now when they, you know, finally decide on a first name. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Over, oh. f- over 40 years later, and then they decide, <laughs> oh gonna call you this exactly. oh, no. mm. Tracy is very very fitting I think so well mm. you know me you've always known me as Tracy mm. but I could talk forever about names because I just thought, just made me think of somebody I know Kathy mm. who are I we can't never get a name right yes 
Kathy Trina. Yeah, I was like, mm. what's your name? What's your name? I can never get a name right. So I just call her what she's introduced herself to me to begin with, mm. bearing in mind that somebody else might refer to her in a different name. But anyway, all right. So I think mm. it's time to move on. So we have a topical story, and it did break. It was um, our apologies because it was like over a month ago now yeah but it's definitely something we would really like to talk about so go ahead over to you okay so I'm gonna read an article um written by the BBC what was the headline so what was the headline okay so pride jersey controversy a reckoning for Australian sport pride jersey controversy Mm-hmm. A reckoning for Australian sport. Okay. Yes. And there obviously have been multiple articles since this one, but um, kind of did like this one. There's a whole um, bit of it introducing, obviously, what the controversy is and what uh, has been done in the along the same lines in the past. Mm. Um, and then there's a little bit of, um, from a researcher who actually this is his, his topic of research. So, okay. So I'll read you a bit. Mm. We can talk about it. So um, for the first time in the National Rugby League, um, they would take to the field in rainbow jerseys, rainbow detailed jerseys, celebrating inclusion, particularly of LGBTQ people. Instead, the Manly Warringah Sea Eagles were forced to apologise after seven players decided to boycott the key match on religious and cultural grounds. Instead of enhancing tolerance and acceptance, we may have hindered this, their coach Des Hessler uh, said earlier this week. Um, amid huge backlash, the pay- players were told not to attend the game for security reasons. Former club great Ian Roberts, the first male professional athlete to come out as gay during their career, said that he was heartbroken at the players' decision. <clears throat> the NRL women's star Karina Brown said that their boycott had left her enraged and frustrated. It would discourage other players from coming out, said Josh Cavello, uh, the only out player at the top tier men's football soccer globally. But others, including some church leaders, fans and players, have defended the boycott, saying to each their own. If If we are asked to respect the pride community, then... We should be should also respect Christian and religious community as well. So there's that. It does go on to say that last year, the Australian Football League, um, Women's Football League player Hanine Zarika, apologies if I'm butchering that name, missed a game for the same reason. But there have been many controversies around inclusion. Most famously, star player Israel Folau was in 2019 sacked by the by rugby league australia for saying hell awaits gay people on social media mm. um a few years uh, earlier 19 year old nro player was um used some extreme profane homophobic insults on an opponent and he was banned for two games so wow just two Yes, exactly. And I don't know if this was, I remember doing, I remember hearing about this, that in 2020, Tyler Harris was subjected to so much social media abuse, um, much of it sexist and homophobic, um, after a picture came out of her kicking a ball. It was ridiculous, really. 
that she was offered, she actually offered to give up her salary for um, the competition to hire an online moderator to wow. help with um, with curtailing all that abuse. So uh, Eric Dennison, who has spent research, uh, his years researching inclusion in Australia and overseas, overseas, says that sport is so toxic now. In his research on Australia, Pure, it has been peer-reviewed and published um, over the last two years. He has found just 1% of um, players in traditional male sport like rugby, AFL or league identify as gay or bisexual. Around 36% of women playing in youth sports report um, being victims of homophobic abuse and more than half of, half of the boys. Those who have come out are more likely to be targets. Over half of men in all male-dominated sports say they have used homophobic language in the past two weeks. Wow. Yeah. So um, the – sorry? And the way even to start, that's just – Yeah. Is there a lot more? Is it relevant? No, no. Really. What was the name of that researcher? Eric. Um, Eric Dennison. Is he like he is, based? Um, I think he is based in Australia. Actually, well, actually, it doesn't say. But he has said that this is very personal for me as an older gay person because he's lost friends to suicide and consequences of homophobia, mm. transphobia, and all the phobias um, for people that people can do. So. Wow, it's interesting actually, just even thinking of calling it phobia. Like yeah. phobia, because to me, phobia is something you're afraid of. Mm. Which, yeah. Which is, which maybe that is at the core of it. And then there's all, but then in my perception is it's a hatred. Yeah. To me, it, it, it feels more hatred than, than phobic, you know, because you can be afraid of heights and you can be afraid of, you know, <laughs> but I don't know if you can really say that about a group of people hmm. you know who aren't um, who don't who don't are not harming anyone exactly yeah and you know a lot of the times well I don't know about phobias and how they come up but you can you can try and work your work your phobias right if you have phobia of spiders or heights or snakes or whatever you can try and work on it but feel like a lot more people aren't viewing homophobia as something they can work on mm. and actually it's interesting because I do work with clients with phobias mm. to remove phobias this you know have some tools under my tool belt that really are really really effective and every single one of them doesn't want to have the phobia mm. because it limits them it limits their lives yeah. And that and that's kind of how I see any kind of hatred for a, a group of people. And even if it's say oh, it's not a hatred, it limits your life because it limits your ability to be open and interactive with anyone. Anyone yeah. who's love who you who you would otherwise get on with superbly, mm. you know. Anyone you can have a great friendship with, anyone that Yeah, it's just it just seems crazy to think about how much you're limiting yourself by having that belief mm. can you I I don't think I could 
think of anything that like you know if you think of well obviously this is a professional sport and the people who decided not to wear the jerseys what you know if I was to translate that into my profession if there was something I could like I would not do because of principles or something mm. I don't know if they, they I'm trying to think of something I wouldn't you know I wouldn't do in principle like what do I feel mm. strongly about well yes I wouldn't wear and I don't think it's comparable. I'm just talking about mm. my principles. Yeah. I wouldn't wear like a schwa sticker. Yeah. I mean, it would be really ironic if I did. <laughs> <laughs> but the, it's about the symbol and what it represents. Mm. And it, and I guess this is, and I, I do understand that the people that refuse to wear jerseys claimed, I mean, as, as far as I can tell, and I don't know if it's in that article, for mm. religious reasons, yes. because of their culture, their background. Yes, that um, is exactly what they claimed. That mm. was the, what the reasons. And if the only thing I can think of is I wouldn't wear anything that was that was based on hatred, which is what I see as the uh, swastika yes. in the Nazi sense as as doing. Mm. So I, on principle, I would refuse to wear anything that's based on hatred yeah um and the thing and the thing about and that's the thing we're all raised Mm. in a culture of religion and we're all influenced by it and it does become our values Mm. it becomes how we live how we think our attitude how we behave and and you've got to ask yourself does that work for you now in this Mm. day and age does it actually work for you what do you believe in why do you believe it? Because there's all, because the thing is as well, there's, there is Christian faiths that don't vilify, mm-hmm. you know, six, LGBTQ the, the non, yeah. what's the word? Non-hetero. Yeah, there is, there is actually religious groups. And I'm, I have very religious family members mm. that I would say would, would not have that attitude either. Mm. But they're very religious, you know. They yeah. go to they go to mass, and I just and I feel like it's a bit of a contradiction when it comes to religion. Yeah. Because then, why wouldn't you hate? Like, uh, let's just say I'm just trying to th- I'm trying to think of something comparable, and I don't even know if it is. Um, I'm not Jewish, mm. but let's just say we wanted to show support for Jews for some reason. And there was some symbol, I don't know because I'm not Jewish, but some symbol that represents the Jew- Judaism, you know, the faith. And would you wear a T-shirt with it on to support the Jews? Absolutely. Mm. Mm. I'm not Jewish. Mm. Um, they're, they're a group of human beings and that's their faith is important to them. Yeah. And I don't feel that my views or values, um, even though they're not shared, Mm. they don't offend me in any way yeah so yes. it's it's interesting how it can be interpreted as anything other than hatred and I just wondering whether it's really thought through like mm. if people just because a lot of people you know I work with a lot of people that don't even realize or don't really even understand don't question their attitudes don't even question them yeah. where they come from or what does it really mean yeah. to have that belief? That's quite interesting. And, I mean, I don't – I can't think of specific examples at the moment, but there have been cases of 
people being so homophobic or, or or transphobic or perhaps more homophobic and then it's more to do with themselves and oh yeah, yeah they, well generally and actually that's you just reminded me of something else is a concept <laughs> that usually any anything would forget homophobia for now for the moment in every mm-hmm. single person if somebody's really annoying you or somebody's behavior mm-hmm. it's usually a reflection of something in, going on inside of you yeah like for example i'll give you my own personal example um i i'd met some new friends and we were getting on really well and we'd gone out for drinks and um some we were you know making jokes and things and uh this person had got this drink and she was it was her mm-hmm. and um she was this confident brassy you know direct you know yes. doesn't mess with her words kind of mm. plain speaking person mm. and she was drinking a drink that was like um an alcoholic beverage that was like something that teenagers would drink like you (laughs) (laughs) tastes like juice yeah tastes like juice and I was just like what I would never imagine you drinking that yeah okay and then it happened to be a drink that had I think it had Bailey's in it so it was like a milky brown color yeah and she and she said oh it's more like a drink you Mm. would drink okay now (laughs) What are you laughing at? So I... No, it's just... Go on, what's funny? No, 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 no. Keep going, keep going. So I was so offended. And yeah. I mean, because she's make, obviously referencing my skin colour, she's making a racial joke. Mm-hmm. And I honestly was so, like, I couldn't, I barely, I couldn't even catch my breath. I was, I was really, really hurt and angry. Yeah. That I was almost winded by it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, and I didn't even know what to say. I just, it and it was me. It was all yeah. inside of me. It was my yeah. own thing. Now, did what did she? What she said was was that okay? No, it wasn't. Mm, yeah, but how I felt about it, mm. that was all on me, because yeah. I had unresolved things around, you know, when I was bullied and racism I'd experienced that I hadn't resolved. Yeah, and that's why I felt so angry and I could have and then could have responded in anger and I probably mm. would have had I not been so surprised actually mm. I probably yeah. would have been res- responded with some awful things mm. as a you know and mm. um, that would have normally happened but it didn't and um but I didn't respond how I would have liked to mm. and I think I would totally respond differently if, if that ever happened again and I'd be asked I'd probably ask her well, what does she mean by that mm you know, together to explain. So is it just the story I'm telling myself? Yes. Or is is it really? And then, I'd, and then I would go on to tell her how I, it was actually f- offensive and why and why I felt it wasn't appropriate. Mm. That's what I would probably, without without anger though. Yeah. You know, without that, those feelings that, oh, it was awful. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, my point is, you know, usually if something bothers us, it is about us. Whether yeah. what they do is right yeah. or wrong or not. Yeah, yeah. it's usually about us. Mm. Yes, that's that would have been 
I can imagine you handling it exactly like that, unlike me. But I didn't handle it like that at the time. Yeah, but I can I can imagine you take you know asking them what the what they meant by it and trying to make it you know constructive and and have a conversation mm-hmm. you know to clear things up whereas I, I I don't think I've ever reacted that way even though I felt the same way yeah so I've but it's, it's about to me it's about whether it's resolved within within you because mm-hmm. at the end of the day it's like it's really strange it's like that saying I don't know if you had it in Australia but when we were kids we have this childish saying that used to sing when somebody called you a name like sticks mm. and stones don't break oh, my bones but names will never hurt me did you ever say that as kids? yeah of course I, I wonder yeah. where that comes from I have no idea well I never said it to anyone because that would get me punched in the face but yes <laughs> that would be that would be something my mom would say the thing is names do mm. hurt yeah. if they speak to a deeper wounding in you Mm. um I was I have a friend coach friend and I love that he says this he says um words are like spells Mm. every every time you speak you cast a spell and the spell has the power to hurt someone Mm. or to empower them or to you know make them feel happy or whatever but the power is in the person as well receiving it Mm. of how how it makes them feel and it's always a sign if you if you're bothered by something and when I say you know somebody might shout me in the street and it might bother me in the immediate Mm. in the moment but if I hang on to it then you know you've got you've got some you've got some stuff to deal with (laughs) yes if you uh ruminate about it yeah if you ruminate about it then that's you that's an invitation to uh Mm. do some work on yourself yes Uh, I must say that word ruminate, it's entertaining because my um, man friend didn't know that word. <laughs> There's a, quite a few words he is not quite familiar with. Um, manky is one of them. Manky? And, yeah, you know manky. Like, oh, something's manky. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. And then I was like, oh, well, if you don't know manky, then do you know mingin? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, because that's an awesome word, and I can't. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I don't know if it's English generally, or if it's more northern. But yeah, minging just means yeah. something like, yuck. Yeah. Yes, exactly. But yeah. um, yes, words are very powerful, and I think how you say them as well, because yeah. and how you pair them with actions, because you can. Um, I feel as if people could have worn the jersey that said. I, this is I'm supporting the people if not the movement or I don't I don't know you know in some way so it could have been m- more ex- inclusionary as mm. opposed to exclusionary I don't want it to be a part of me I think it says more about a person by what you can you know embrace yeah I think it's your capacity for love basically mm. The capacity for love, because even with your family, right, you can't choose your family. Mm-hmm. And you might not like them sometimes. You might not mm-hmm. like them a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. But it's your capacity to love. I don't know. I think, I don't know, that's the, the, the thing about families. It takes a lot for you not to love them. Mm. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. No matter, no matter what happens. 
and I know there's some family, you know, there's some terrible things that happen in some families and mm. you should never obviously accept things that, you know, threaten your, your safety and your health and your well-being mm. over the concept that, oh, we're family. No, that's not right. Mm. But, but still we have this kind of, like, I know I'm going off a tangent here, like humanity has a capacity, such a huge capacity for love. And, oh, I heard this line and I loved it and I've forgotten it. I should have written it down. It was on the movie I watched. It was something like, don't allow the fear to outweigh the love or something. It was so mm. much so much more beautiful. So much more eloquent. So much more eloquent than that. I just thought, <laughs> oh, such beautiful words. Because we all mm. have fear. Mm. And it's just about allowing the love to outshine the fear yeah Mm. Mm. and back and back to the jersey thing i do recall another thing i mean it is isn't it and it sounds i'm assuming it's true is that the players didn't really get much of a heads up about it It was just a Mm. here's here's some jerseys wearing these kind of thing Mm. it wasn't much of an what's the word it wasn't an inclusive discussion about the plan yeah and what it meant Mm. Um, yeah I think it is important what um, some of them said about allowing Christians and other faiths to have their beliefs I think is important as well as long as you you're able to give them time to react I think that's important if they really did kind of just hand them the jersey and didn't talk about it at the first maybe then the players were just reacting and their reaction, you know, when you first react to something, it might not be, you know, as pretty as you'd like it to be, um, especially if the media finds out about it. So, and I don't think it ever helps to vilify anybody. So it's always good to see two sides and give them the opportunity to love, you know. Opportunity to love. I like the that. Opportunity to love. That's good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Such like a yeah, no, it might have turned out better if maybe they had given, been given some heads up about it or, you know, had a discussion about it or something. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But, that's mm. true. Um, talking of LGBT, did you wear purple? I did not because it was my day off. Um, oh, so it's your day off, so I don't wear purple. <laughs> Because in my head, I'm always, you know, I'm working. So, like, because, you know, uh, if it's, (laughs) I don't know, in my head, it just makes sense that if it's work, I'm going to, you know, wear purple or, you know, wear yellow or whatever for for (laughs) Daffodil Day or whatnot. Um, But I wasn't working. So, but I did actually end up at work and no, I didn't wear purple. I don't know if I have anything purple. Although I know your favourite colour is purple. But what, I don't actually know what purple day is. is So I'm just looking now. So it's Wear It Purple Day and I actually haven't heard of it either. It just Mm. came into my feed. Um, Mm. So I posted about it. Mm. And and the theme, and it's obviously an annual thing. There's so many things. We need to be across this, so many things. This year the theme they have decided for Wear It Purple Day is still me, still human. 
Yeah. The message being that people tend to focus on labels. True. The yeah. news story, the target or data, and forget what they truly are, which is human. Absolutely. So wear it purple, still me, still human, was on Friday, on the 26th mm. of August. So I'm assuming it's the 26th of August every year. Mm. Yeah, and I just really love the artwork. I love that graphic. Mm. It had it was of people holding hands or two hands, oh, yeah. and you know, and they even have different different skin colors on the hand. I don't know if you noticed that, like different shades of brown and white, beige, and then they had the other arm was like kind of rainbow, you know, representing the LGBTQI. Mm. So I just really loved it because I felt like it just it represented more than the LGBTQI even just with that mm. just represented mm. everything all different all human still me I love it so yeah that was uh last week I wore my jumper I have a lot of purple things do you have any purple things I don't I, I genuinely don't think I have anything purple mm. the color, not, color I, mm. I have to well I just have to go shopping then don't I yeah, buy something purple. Buy something purple. Get myself ready for next year. Hmm. And then we had another story, didn't we? Yes, we did. A semi-interesting one, I suppose, of Daniel Craig. I imagine he doesn't think it's fairly interesting, but, you know, that came out in The Guardian. Basically... It talks about how, well, Daniel Craig, that, you know, he's spent a lot of his time, you know, defying the expectations of masculinity. And, well, you know, I feel like he's, and what they're referencing is the fact that his bond is, is, is a more vulnerable bond. (laughs) Sorry, I love Bond. You know me, 007. I I watched every single Bond movie. I was addicted to them as a child. I would, not child, but, you know. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> old enough to watch Bonds. I just watched every single one. I had recorded on video. I just had to watch them before even on TV. Love it. Oh, yeah. I was the opposite. I did not like him. Um, I found him to be a bit sleazy. Until Daniel Craig, I must say. Because um, I, I thought he was a little bit, you know, nuanced in his performance of, of Bond. Still very whatever. Yeah, but it's like it's like a formula, you know. It's oh, that yeah. formula they have. And, I mean, really, it is misogynistic. It is all of those things, for sure. But entertaining. But entertaining. <laughs> um, and I just love I just love the spy whole thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know how they've made him – what did you say? How did, what did you say? Question <laughs> masculinity. What was that? No, no, no. That was more to do with – so they're saying that he's played – a um, more vulnerable bond. Okay. So it doesn't come as a surprise that he um, has said in a podcast with one of his friends that he likes going to gay bars, actually. And one of the reasons that he likes going to gay bars is that he doesn't get into fights. Mm. So, and he has said that, that when he goes to more hetero bars, he gets into quite a lot. Of, of fights and this is you know over the years not as 
well, I imagine not so much as his 53-year-old self, mm. but over the years that he he's, he's been doing that. But it has, he also said that it could be a great place to meet girls because girls go to gay bars for the same reason that he was going to gay bars. To not get fights. Just... <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Serious punch-up with, with the girls in, in normal bars. But no, that it was a safe space yeah. um, for, for them to have a night out with the girls. But I suppose one of the things, and I think in 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 general, the LGBT community has has felt fine with that statement, except they have said that the part where he talks about picking up girls is a tad gross, oh. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, but they, you know, they they've said that you know who amongst us hasn't taken a straight friend to the gay bar who's ended up pulling. So mm. I actually. I was just like, I don't know how that um, demystifies masculinity, but mm. whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, I found that interesting. Is that the only, so that was the only controversy around? Well, there was this, he does talk about the fact that he is, you know, he, he said that for all of his co-stars, mm. male co-stars, they, they do have a smooch. When they're, I don't know, I've missed the part where they've... Um, what do you mean, have a smooch? Yeah. They... <laughs> Look, let me read it because I feel like I'm going to get it wrong. Um... Is this from a reputable news it is agency? The Guardian. Um, okay, yeah, yeah The Guardian. Yeah. Um, I've missed that little place. Oh, hang on. Hmm... Oh, yeah, exactly. So recently he sent fans into a spin when he's told um, Stephen Colbert that he kissed all of his leading men after the No Time to Die villain uh, Remy Melek said they once had a playful smooch after rehearsal. The thing is, it just breaks the ice, Craig says. So. Okay, I guess it would. I, I guess it would. I mean, I, I can't imagine going to work and then go <laughs> telling my co-workers, you know, just to break the ice. Let's have a smooch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> would we classify this as privilege? I don't know. Oh, <laughs> to tell your um, hot co-stars that, that you, you just want to, just to break the ice, we'll just have a bit of a smooch. And um, yeah. yeah, so I found that entertaining because <laughs> yeah it's it's very random to me but I suppose when you're Daniel Craig you can get away with a few things well I just love the fact that he's so confident in his sexuality and who yeah. he is mm. um but that to me is a very attractive quality I remember dating a guy once and I wanted to go to um a gay area mm. and there's some similar to be honest I remember going there was this particular gay area in Manchester mm. very famous oh, I can't remember what it's called oh somebody's gonna like go Tracy you're getting old <laughs> oh what's it called Canal Street mm. and you can imagine people crossing out the sea right <laughs> so um Canal Street Manchester the really really well-known gay area like Oxford Street like Oxford Street yeah and mm. I really wanted to go for my birthday 
because mm. I had so much fun mm. in those bars and those clubs because and even it wasn't even really about not being approached by men or anything like that it was more mm. about the energy it was more about dancing people I like to dance and yeah. you know you could go to non-gay bars and people just stood there drinking yes um which is a where, little boring which is a little boring I have to say mm-hmm. whereas going to bars where dancing was was welcomed and embraced and you know a lot of people participated in it that's mm. what I loved about it so mm. that's why I love going to those places I wanted to go for my birthday and I remember taking the guy I was dating a boyfriend at the time and he was so uncomfortable mm. I'm so uncomfortable <laughs> oh I was just like what is your problem yeah um and it just mm. so to me that's so unattractive so mm. to me somebody's just knows who they are what they're like yeah very com- comfortable in their own skin mm. you know and just are not affected by what other people are doing then yeah, yeah it's very well it's a it's all the confidence and mm. stuff right that yeah. that's always amazingly attractive um because, yeah, the only other thing that he talked about was when, you know, um, that he's a tactile person and, and he remembers that he was caught, caught, he was photographed hugging a friend, a male friend, mm-hmm. outside of one of these gay bars and it became oh, a huge that thing. It did. Yes, and, uh, you know, people wondering, you know, questioning sec- sexuality and stuff like that and he's, I don't think he was very bothered by the whole thing. But he's just like, no, we're two grown men, oh. and and we're fine showing emotion and yeah, you know, giving each other a hug. I'm a hugger, so yeah, no, you're yes. not. This is yes. really funny. I'm a hugger. <laughs> Meadle is not a hugger. No, not at She's, all. I make her hug me. Yes. So, <laughs> and I feel like I've gotten better over the years, you know, <laughs> with my, yeah. you know. I'm not as stiff, possibly. Yeah. I, think I've got, I think I've got two friends who are, and I, I mean, somebody's going to like get all in arms and say, oh, I'm abused, I'm forcing you to hug me. No. You know, I wouldn't I wouldn't force her, literally. No, you wouldn't force her. Um, but then I've got I've got a couple of friends, you're one of them, that's not yes. really a hugger. Mm. We know who the other one is. We do know who the other one is. I, actually, I think we, we have three friends who are not huggers, cause, but I feel like, of there's two of us that I actually enjoy the experience if somebody I actually I actually don't not like hugging I like I I'm awkward about initiating hugging Mm -hmm. because you know it's not it doesn't come naturally to me but I actually do enjoy the experience (laughs) when I am hugging someone who I know and I I care about and everything and so that that you know I, I actually like it whereas I think one of our other friends she's still doesn't quite like it and has it really you know changed the way she hugs or you know that sort of thing over the years so yeah. I think yeah, there might okay. be yeah that might be two different mm. things that's but okay. um, yeah and no. I get I get because I think I saw something on telly I think it's the new this new show that's supposed to be going internationally wild I'm not watching it I just saw mm. an ad um called The Bridge I think the bridge, mm. the builder bridge, or something. I don't know. Mm. Oh, I think so. It's a sort of an ad where they're adding, you know, dropping people in wherever it is. And I remember every, you know, people meeting, going, "Hi, how? And my name is," and hugging each other. And there was mm. one person that's like, "I don't, I'm not comfortable hugging." And it yes. wasn't because of COVID. I was like, "Oh, is it COVID?" No, it was because she's not comfortable hugging. Yeah. 
and she didn't understand the concept of hugging people that you just met and I can I can I can kind of relate to that yeah, I'm not inclined to hug everybody that I've just met really I'm not actually mm, yeah um, I need a bit of warm-up yeah need a bit of a warm-up yeah yeah I think so um I did have a boss who who I remember the first time first oh no second proper boss um and at Christmas time he came over and he gave me a gift and he gave me a little peck on the cheek I remember thinking that has never happened before and it was very strange not it wasn't you know terrible or or um abusive or or anything like that let's just say this is not sexual harassment no 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 no, exactly not at all um it was nice he was older and he was just I think just he is just an affectionate person but I'd never actually met an affectionate man I guess Mm. (laughs) so most of my family is very much like me so we're not huggers so it was nice actually I think Mm. that you feel comfortable enough to do that Mm. obviously I'd known him for a while by then so there you go. So Daniel Craig, I think, you know, with me loving Bond, I really think the next Bond should be bisexual. Mm. Well, I think they're talking about the next Bond being a, a woman. Well, the next so, Bond was a woman in the last Bond movie. It was, but I think because, you know, she wasn't the Bond. Like, I no. think the Bond still, you know, Daniel Craig was still there. But I think there might be a film with just her. So, Well, she's um, a double O seven, but she's probably not Bond, though, is she? As in mm. the name's different. Oh, yeah, true. Mm. can't remember what her name was, actually. Me neither. Mm. Me neither. Anyway. Oh, yeah, but, yeah. I'd like to see, yeah. like, um, a, f- a flexual sexual. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a thing? I don't know. I just made it up. Because I definitely have not heard that before. No. Uh, flexual <laughs> sexual um, Bond character. I think that would be... Oh, they'd probably be outraged, but... Um, think that would be pretty cool well i'd like to see a bond that isn't white perhaps um, oh yeah that's that's, that's a whole oh god they were talking about idris alba for a while there and well that would have been amazing <laughs> yes i would have gone and watched that 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 definitely would have worked for me <laughs> i bet i bet yes oh dear all right. I don't know. Is that, that's that's all we wanted to talk about this week. I do believe so. Yeah. Mm. Wow. Thank you for joining me. Any good, exciting things happening coming up for you? Um. No, I don't. I don't think so. Just work thing. Well, ending. Mm. No, uh, that's it. Uh, we have to organise your birthday. Well, I think you have organised your birthday. Yes, I can't wait. It's happening. Yeah. It's happening. Need to get away. Mm. Really look forward to it. Mm. That will be amazing. In fact, I know it won't happen by the time we record this next one. Well, all right then. So mm. I guess I'll see you. See you next Wednesday. Yeah. Not quite as catchy as any other day. <laughs> <laughs> see you next Wednesday for more news. Mm-hmm. And if anybody has any stories they want to share, especially the. We like the cultural ones. Anything about their culture, things they love, things they don't love so much, any stories, how they've handled um, comments about mm. their, you know, their ethnicity or their sexuality or whatever. I would be really keen to, 
to hear it and even read it out. Absolutely. Um, so please do share. And you will find us on all one inclusive, that's A-L-L number one, <laughs> N-C-L-U-S-I-V-E. That's the name of this podcast because mm-hmm. all inclusive was gone. That's why we picked this one. So yeah. all one, because we are all one. Mm-hmm. So until next time, mm. see you next Wednesday. See you next Wednesday. Actually, we did forget to mention the email. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> we have an email. We do oh, my gosh. Email. So the email, yeah, you can email us your stories. Yes. Now, let me go. It's all one. Oh, wait a minute. What is it? All one. Oh, my God. <laughs> wait. Am I, am I right in that? All one with Tracy G? Yes. That's it. All one with Tracy G at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. That's all one, as in the number one, at Tracy G. No, with Tracy G <laughs> at gmail.com. I've got to say it three times now. I think so. All number one with Tracy G at gmail.com. Yeah, send us your stories. We'd love to mm. read them out. Yeah. Mm. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the reminder, Mino. No problem. All right, <laughs> then. All right, see you next week. See ya. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in. We hope you have as much fun with us today as we did. If what you heard resonated with you, don't forget to show the love and like our YouTube channel, All One with Tracy G. Give us a five-star rating on whichever podcast platform is lucky enough to have this episode because they rock too. Feel free to email stories or questions at alloneinclusive at gmail.com and sign up for my newsletter if updating yourself about everything which goes down Sounds like something right up your alley at tracygandu.com. Until the next time, see ya.